da 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 You sound insane. You realize that? Yeah. The whole world got crazy. Seriously? It's showtime. How guys, ma'am, fam. Um, I'm gonna do this whole thing, you know, bad British accent. Sound good to you, Brian? Good day, governor. Just, no, oh, perfect. Just totally screw it up. Like the game. We'll, we will lose so many subscribers. Weird one here, you know, I'm always creeped out by that one. Yeah. See that one in movies. I don't know anything about the geographical locale. Maybe you UK man fam can help us out for that one. This thought, you know, anything that he is. Uh, that one <laughs> scares me quite a bit. Um, well, we are here. Is this our? F- no, we've done. Did we do Man from Uncle? Yeah, we did. Mm, it's been ye- a long time. Yeah, I think so. So this is our second Guy Ritchie performance. Uh, He's Aladdin, Canadian. Aladdin last year. Oh shoot, and, that was uh, that was King, Guy. King Arthur too. Man, those don't seem. <laughs> forgot about both of those movies already. Good job. Uh, you're lucky. So our fourth, but our first kind of proper. Yes, agree. Guy Ritchie film and his first since uh, unless you count the Sherlock Holmes films, but mm-hmm. his probably his first. In his wheelhouse since Rock and Rolla, the masterpiece that was Rock and Rolla. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we're here to talk the gentleman. Kent is not here. He is, in fact, not a gentleman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We had a contest. Uh, with We had to f- make cocktails, and there was a, you know, a dapper dressing costume. There was obviously an umbrella check, mm-hmm. and he failed. Mm-hmm. All, his umbrella was immaculate, but all the others he could not... Right. Uh, he cannot pass muster. Yeah, he it's, also has a blood feud with uh, with Guy Ritchie. Post swept away, you know. Mm. Um, and he talks about it all the time. So I don't. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to speak for him. But uh, yeah, he 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 didn't want to be here today. So we understand. It's it's fine. It's fine. No, I totally understand. And uh, and and he uh, he he can't has his own personal feelings around Madonna, and those factor into right. Um, he has several copies of her erotica book, coffee table book from the early nineties, um, that he keeps in various safety deposit boxes across the country. So that's neither here nor there. The gentleman is what we're here to talk about today. And it's a, uh, a good cast, but you know, it's not like you get to watch all these guys hang out a whole lot. They're kind of segmented. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, together, which hurts. Season four. Yes, kind of yeah. definitely great comp. It's it's that which is a little disappointing when you go see it um, mm-hmm. because I would like to see some of these people interact, but I like pretty much everyone involved in this. Right, we, we're fans yeah. of. Is there anyone yeah. I'm trying to think? You and I are Colin Farrell stands big time. We, you know how I feel about. I, I'm just going to start the movement, Sir Hugh Grant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Uh, McConaughey's awesome and a t- fellow Texan like us and mm-hmm. Char- you're big you were a big Sons guy right I was yeah yeah Charlie's cool and it was just it's and, and Henry Golding's obviously mm-hmm. awesome so this is quite the cast of cool uh, they're not all Brits but cool um, cool dudes on the West and and this movie is is interesting it's it's certainly it's it's the not to go full Warren Michaels but you know it's that thing when you know when like when uh, Ironically, because Guy Ritchie made rock and roll, but you know, in like the in the late seventies when John Lennon made rock and roll the album, and it was like mm-hmm. return to the roots. I'm just going to do Little Richard songs and yeah, stuff. Sure, I've done a bunch of pop stuff. I've done, and and it's it's kind of that move for Guy Ritchie, which I think a lot of musicians do. Um, and it's a cool, you know, n- nothing against it, but it seems like okay, I've tried this other stuff. Why don't I go back to kind of what made me sure 
and make a, a modern version of, of Snatch or Glockstock or, or whatever from there. And on that level, I had a lot of fun with this because I, I am, uh, those were big movies. Mm. I, they haven't stuck with me. You know, I don't watch them often, but those movies were big in the like high school, Richard. Sure. Uh, rotation and, th- and thus they have nostalgia to me. So I'm kind of blinded by, oh, I kind of spent this whole time going, oh, yeah, this is, I always wanted to see one of these in like the big boy theater because I was, those were all DVDs when I was, mm-hmm. you know, by the time mm-hmm. I came around. So anyway, interested in your, your sense watching this and what you think of, we've kind of talked about what we think about Guy Ritchie. Um, sure. Before, but you can you can refresh us because yeah. I'm sure you have some original thoughts on what you think of the cast and the movie in general. Yeah, I'm not a huge Guy Ritchie fan, but what I what I do appreciate about him is that he has a style, and it's totally. very it's very um, clear. Uh, mm-hmm. You you walk you you see a Guy Ritchie movie, and within with the exception of Aladdin, which is still so so mind boggling to me that. I guess King Arthur is this way too, but the, one of my big criticisms of Aladdin was like, why do you hire Guy Ritchie to do this if it's not going to be kind of Guy, Guy Ritchie stylized? Like, I just, yeah. I don't understand. Go get Kenny Ortega if you're just going to do High School Musical as Aladdin, you know? I, 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 I still don't really understand that. But, but typically you go into a Guy Ritchie movie and you're like, oh yeah, this is Guy Ritchie within about yeah. three minutes, even if you didn't know that, because yeah. he's very clear and, and unique and has his style. And, and I, I appreciate that even when I don't love mm-hmm. the movie that he's making because I I don't know we, we it's we have so many things in pop culture that are uh, you know it's homogenous and they're all kind of the same and cookie cutter yeah. and that's fine like because cookie cutter is what hits the mass audience I understand how these things work but it is fun when you see it's like being in a like a really nice neighborhood here where that I mean we're different than California like you know. $300,000, $400,000 for sure gets you a really nice house uh, mm-hmm. in a nice neighborhood here. and uh, But they all look the exact same and they're very yeah. close to each other and all this. And then you like kind of turn the corner and there's another one there that's like, oh, like maybe this was an original house or somebody did. You mm-hmm. know, and that that's the Guy Ritchie thing. He just has this a, a slightly yeah. different effect. I have, I'm, I'm with you on that. Those movie, Lock, Lock Stock and Two Smoking Barrels and Snatch and to a lesser extent, uh, rock and roller because that was a mm. little bit later. Yeah. Um. Th- those have some nostalgia value for me, mostly based on like the dorm room experience and just sure. this revolver is a, too. Yeah, totally. Revolver. And this is just a thing that we all watch together. And I enjoyed those much more so than, um, oh, what Scarface or even yeah. to some degree even Fight Club. Fight Club I've come to appreciate, but I didn't really love it in the moment. It kind of was a little bit. Just like, okay, it's a lot heavier. It. Yeah, sure. I mean, the humor of Fight Club is so much more biting and satirical, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. not as like crowd pleasing as the humor. Yeah, in absolutely. Those two, in, certainly in Snatch. Absolutely. But I'm, but I'm told you, you hit the nail on the head. Like I, I have nostalgia for those movies, but they have not stuck with me at all. Like I, mm-hmm. I barely remember any. Maybe the thing I remember most is is Brad Pitt's uh, weird yeah. accent in Snatch. Like that's kind of, which probably isn't the, you know, if I told Guy Ritchie that he's probably like, well, that sucks. That's tough. Uh, yeah. that's the only thing you really remember, but, but it is the case. Anyway, I was excited Statham to see him. Statham and Lockstock was kind of yeah, that too. It's like, yeah. oh, this guy's something. Totally. Totally. But I was excited to see him get back to what he does. Uh, I thought that this trailer was great. I was mm-hmm. really kind of excited about it. If this came out in like April, I would have been really excited. Uh, we're just, we're kind of preconditioned to expect that January movies suck. Mm-hmm. And um, so there's a little bit of that, but I love this cast. I think it's a, 
a really strong uh, set of, of characters that, that he's got here. It's not a... It feels like this movie, if this was the movie that he would have made in the late 90s, early 2000s, this is like a great mm-hmm. Guy Ritchie movie, if not a great movie in and of itself, because it has a cool story and some some really interesting concepts, and then you just have this great cast to work yeah. with. Um, but it does feel, there are parts that kind of felt like, oh, he kind of lost it a little bit here. Like, we're, we're not quite mm-hmm. stringing things together the way, it doesn't have the same energy throughout that I kind of expected from him. And, and maybe that's like him saying him trying to be a mature new filmmaker, or maybe that's just, he lost it. I don't know, but I, I kind of missed a little bit of the expectation on the energy standpoint. And that, that I think would have made things, but Hunnam really, Hunnam is not a particularly good actor. He's certainly not a great actor. He's probably not a very good actor, but he can be used when he's used correctly. He can be, um, a, he has a strong presence on screen. He yeah, fits cool. really well in yeah. this world. Like he feels like he was born to be in Guy Ritchie movies and stuff. Yeah, that kind of bare knuckle boxer British yeah, type. Absolutely, right? absolutely. So I, I thought he did really well. I I'm, I love. Obviously, I'm with you. I love Hugh Grant. I love Colin Farrell. I wish Colin Farrell would would yeah. have been in the movie more. Which I say in probably every Colin Farrell mm-hmm. movie. I just I, I think he's so. So great, but uh, yeah, overall it was it was a strong. It was a pretty. It was a it was a decent, solid film for this mm-hmm. early in the year, especially. Yeah, and I don't know that it's going to stick with me come uh, the end of the year, but that's okay. It's it it kind of served its its purpose, and and I had a uh, a good time watching it for mm-hmm. you know probably eighty percent of it at least, you know, which is good. That's fine. Yeah, this is an interesting bellwether for beginning of the year because like if this is a mediocre movie this year, it's a really good year movies. And if this is a good movie this year, it's not a mm-hmm. great year of movies. You know, if, if at the end of the mm-hmm. year we go, yeah, sure. Gentleman's like my number 16, then this year sucked. <laughs> but if this this is your 32, then this oh, – wow, I was real twangy there. 32. <laughs> if this is 32, <laughs> yeah. Uh, then, then yeah, wow. That, if there's 31 sure. better movies in this this year, awesome. We're in right. for it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll kind of go – we'll go bit by bit. You know, th- this is weird. Even though he's not bad in this, and he's not, um, he brings it's not like a phone in at all. And I, he is a fish out of water. That's the point of the character. I kind of, for some reason, vibe wise, McConaughey seemed a little off in this movie for me. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm glad you said. That. I'm. I'm with you in the early going, especially like when yeah. he's trying to do the the gangster who is trying to get out of the game thing. Mm-hmm. It, it felt like I know what he's doing. I'm not dumb. I can tell that he's trying to play it sure. more reserved and, and all that kind of stuff. But it, it did feel his energy was just, was weird yeah. compared to everybody else's. And I couldn't, there was a moment cause you're, you know, I mean, we've, we've ridden the waves of, of the McConaissance and, and, and I'm always worried that we're on the, mm-hmm. the tail end of that and we're going to sure. come back crashing down to earth. And then he pops out a good movie. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. He's still, it's good. It's fine. It's okay if he yeah. makes a bad movie every once in a while. But, but I'm nervous. Uh, yeah. And in the early going, especially, I was like, oh, I don't know. This could be, he, it would really stink if this movie is not particularly good because of him, um, rather than it's just a bad movie. You know what I mean? And, and that was, that was the early going for me. I was a little nervous. Yeah, and again, it's not it's not one of those where you go, okay, McConaughey's just cashing a paycheck here. He's trying something, mm-hmm. and so the direction's kind of at, at fault, too. He's trying something. It just seemed out of sorts with the rest of things that were going on, but maybe that was 
overly purposeful on Richie's part because he is, you know, this expat that maybe moves at slightly different speed, or maybe Richie just doesn't know how to write dialogue for an mm. American too. It's mm. the other thing. Sure. Which all McConaughey can do is, is <laughs> what he can do. Right. Right. Um, kind of would well, like to see him try the, the accent just, just for he, us. He, I don't Not know if you've seen any press for this, but he kind of is doing like a weird, cause he's just with Hugh Grant everywhere. Uh-huh. And he does this. <laughs> What and he time. just kind of does, does this. <laughs> I know those dinners, wow. dude. Um, but he kind of does these, this weird where he does McConaughey voice, but with English slang, like he's <laughs> trying to like pick it up. It's real uncomfortable. And, <laughs> and Hugh Grant has precisely zero time for it. And sure. It's, it's wonderful. <laughs> you um, know the question we get a lot on, on AMAs is like, who, who do you want to go to dinner with? Who, who's your, oh, who's yeah. your table of four at a, at a dinner party mm-hmm. or whatever? And it's like, well, now it's Hugh Grant and Matthew McConaughey. That's, <laughs> that's my, that's my answer moving forward. Uh, that sounds awesome. And yeah. just sit there and like kind of look at them back and forth. Like, Oh, do they hate each other? Is this like, what's, I don't know, but it's kind of great. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because, uh, they did something and McConaughey's like, he's one of the funniest guys. I mean, I haven't, I didn't really meet him on the set. They just, no, oh, that's the other great thing that, you know, they have no scenes together. Mm. So they met on the press tour kind of officially. So that's awesome because yeah. it's like, hey, hey, go out and do Fallon together. <laughs> um, so it's great because I was one of the funniest gentlemen I've ever met right here, Hugh Grant. And he was like, thank you. <laughs> no, no compliment back whatsoever. Um, uh, anyway, so yeah, McConaughey, that. Farrell's, you're right, underused. You can kind of tell, like when you see this cast, you go, they can't also have Farrell for sure. 60 minutes in this movie. I, you know, that would be hard to even for Guy Ritchie, but especially at this point for Guy Ritchie. But man, does he make the most out of it? Oh my gosh. He's, he's so, he's so good. He's so I know. Good. He's so manic and fun. And, uh, he's, he's just, he's, the, I'm the feral essence is like, um, you know, the reconnaissance was kind of like Iverson's career. It was quick and it was <laughs> wonderful, mm-hmm. but the feral essence is a little more like a longer, like a dirt career. Like he's just, <laughs> Putting out fifty-five year season, fifty-five win seasons every year, because sure. it's awesome. Uh, he's just, I think, one of the best actors going, and it's fun to watch him. He's so fun to watch brood, but mm-hmm. it's fun to kind of watch him be fun and, mm-hmm. and scary and all the things he is in this. Is it, yeah, I would sign up for. He's the one person I would want to see in a Guy Ritchie movie, like as the lead lead forever. Yeah, no, I totally agree, and I go back and forth on that all the time because he's. He, I feel like every movie we see him, I'm like, gosh, he was he really wasn't used all that effect, or wasn't used enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's a part of me that we've thinks, wanted more, I guess. Yeah, totally. And and I think he has. I hope that he has some more real starring roles in him before he gets to this point. But there's gonna come. I may have said this before. I apologize if I have. But there's gonna come a day when it's like. Colin Farrell character actor and that's his thing. That's his, that's really the only thing he does. And it's going to be awesome because he's mm-hmm. so, you can drop him into mm-hmm. just about anything and just watch him do interesting things on screen. And, uh, and, and, but you're right. Like when he's having fun and just, uh, I imagine that he was on set for two weeks, you know, for this and just, Popped in and out and, and just had a blast doing it. Gosh, he's 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 got so much presence. It's so mm-hmm. great to watch him on screen. I don't know if you've seen him the last couple of weeks. He did some press for this and he's fat. Oh wow. He's gained some he's gained some weight for Penguin. Oh yeah, um, I which about I'm that. sure they'll add to prosthetically, mm-hmm. but you kinda have to get just soft, sure. I think, is the uh thing. 
And uh, I was like, man, I hope he can't keep the weight off because he's so <laughs> handsome. Yeah. But you're right. Character actor <laughs> Colin is where we want. Is like, just stay fat. I uh, Just for like five years and just do sure. fat roles oh. um, where you can't be sexy. And, and then we can just really enjoy that because that's awesome. <laughs> he's so great. I'm, I'm okay. glad that we... I'm glad that he saved himself because mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you go pre, certainly pre in Bruges, um, mm. if you go back to like 2005, 2006, yeah. and you, if someone came to you and said, uh, you know, <laughs> you want to make this wager uh, that he's going to be still relevant in tw- in 2019. I mean, maybe even still alive in 2020. Yeah, horrible yeah, uh, addiction issues and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you Poor probably guy. don't take that bet and. Yeah. I'm su- I, obviously I'm glad anyone who gets clean and figures out life and all that sort of stuff, but um, we are supremely blessed to be able to watch him on screen because he's just he's he's magnificent always. So yeah, uh, I completely agree. Um, he's he's great in this and could use a lot more. That character is really fun too. It's kind of so perfectly tailored for him. I want to tell our listeners about Likewise. If you're not on Likewise, you need to get on it. Likewise is an amazing new website that Taylor's recommends just for you. We get a lot of questions in our Discord. We get a lot of questions in email about what people should be watching, what we're currently watching. So what if there was like a weekly recommends app? You can find Tailored Recommends at Likewise. What you do is you enter in the things you've watched. You get Tailored Recommendations just for you, like the things that you like. Likewise is the only app you need to discover what to watch or read next. In fact, Likewise learns from what you like to make better recommendations. If you ever wondered what's coming up on Hulu, what's coming up on Netflix, well, Likewise sends me an email every week that tells me what's new on Netflix that week. I don't have to sift through all their menus and all their scrolling marquees. Likewise brings it all there for you. In fact, you can recommend our podcast on Likewise to other people, and that helps grow the show. Honestly, with music streaming services, with all the books people are reading nowadays, it's just hard to sift through all those recommended playlists, recommended books. This puts it all in one place, and it could not be easier. Likewise is incredible. I've been using it for a while, so check it out. Go to likewise.com slash mad. Download the app. Enjoy likewise and uh, follow us on there. Get tailored recommends. Boom. Man, Henry Golding is something too. I mean, that guy has mm. uh, n- not quite to the, you know, when you when we first saw him a couple years ago, mm-hmm. he doesn't quite have the Hemsworth thing where you go, well, that's a movie star, but he's he's close, right? You just yeah. that guy has a, a real appeal, and he can do a lot of different things. He's kind of he's so kind of dashing right now. He's he's a little bit. Pigeonholed into that, but I think he's a really mm-hmm. quality actor that's going to do a lot of great things going forward. It's fun to see him do something like this. Yeah, this is a, a little bit of a this is an opportunity to show your range and and yeah. uh, your ambition as an actor. You know, um, post uh, Crazy Rich Asians and and kind of bursting onto the scene like that. Because you're right, dashing is exactly the word that I thought of when I saw him. But this is you know the the. I don't know. I assume it's a prosthetic or whatever. The two, yeah. the teeth and the, yeah. the, uh, the little, the kind of accent and the mannerisms and stuff. And it's, it's kind of, it's got a bit of a thankless job too, given who you're on screen with and, um, the scenes that he had to work with. But he, yeah, he, he, he fit, he fit quite well and, and did a really good job, I think, of, of bringing home 
that character that plays mm-hmm. a, a very important role in the, the you know the events of this entire thing. Yeah, yeah. he did a great job for sure. Yeah, and uh, Michelle Dockery, I wasn't completely familiar with her oeuvre, as one says, but she was she she held her own. I think she's a Downton Abbey alum. Mm-hmm. Um, she she really held her own in this super like male machismo uh, cast, and Jeremy Strong and 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 uh, Eddie Marsden, I think, was the other one. Yeah, yeah. Um, are, are really fun too. But now we got to talk about the piece de resistance. Is my boy? What a great device for him. Gosh. <laughs> so good so, such a fun usage for him and yeah. just let him be sleazy and yeah. shady and, and kind of and gross and uh and you know the the, the tinted glasses mm-hmm. oh, are just fantastic for that and uh yeah he he hits the mark he hits the mark perfectly and he serves as a perfect vehicle for telling mm-hmm. this story yep. um that's a I'm going to give Guy Ritchie a little bit more credit than I even, I mean, I just saw this movie like three years ago, three years, three hours ago. Um, and in the movie, I don't necessarily, I didn't think this, but coming out of him, like that was a pretty risky script option to go that route. And to to have, to have uh, Hugh Grant telling this story that's somewhat a lie in certain Mm -hmm. places and is all done in classic unreliable narrator. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was a, that was a risky play. And I, I thought it played, it's not perfect, but it played out really well. And, and, uh, and Hugh is perfect. (laughs) He's, he's he's perfect doing that. I mean, he, I think he's, you know, we've talked about this, the most underrated movie star of the nineties. Um, not the best, but like that guy put butts in seats pretty well for 10 Mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, he, but he, he, and, but then, played kind of a and then went about type kind of did a heel turn with about a boy and stuff like that and a little grumpier version of of himself but i think in this decade he's become quite a good actor um yes, agree and not just a movie star. he was always a very good movie star and and good mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. kind of what we call persona acting just kind of being hugh grant is this you know and delivers he's a wonderful i mean that guy takes like a comedic line that's like a six and makes it a nine every time i mean he's just really yeah. good at that yeah um but now he's become this really kind of fun, you know, with Lawrence Foster Jenkins and this and a few other mm-hmm. things. He's got a Paddington great too. Paddington too. Oh my yeah. god, he's awesome in that, and that probably more than anything. And he's 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 become a really fun character, which as a fan of his is awesome for me because he's mm-hmm. he's the coolest. Yeah. Um, did you see him talking all what he based his character on? No, Mm-mm. because he he deals with these guys because in his other life is a big privacy advocate for all mm-hmm. these like private eyes that hack your phone and stuff. Yeah. 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 I remember some things. Yeah. yeah right. Sure. And so he has he's, good he's, reason to be in that. Yeah, camp. Yeah. And he's done a really, I really, I think on both sides of the aisle, pretty, uh, laudatory of the work he's done over there with their libel laws and stuff like that. And so, um, and anyway, he said he's now met many of these guys that, that spied on him for years mm-hmm. And he said he 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 throws these parties every year, and the, these guys kind of uh, <laughs> they turn face, you know, eventually, and say, sure, and and kind of tell him at these parties that he'll throw, like, oh yeah, one time I went through all your trash, and uh, <laughs> and then one time, you know, I did this, and and it's I'm really it's really good the work you're doing now to stop idiots like me. I was just trying to get paid, but you know, it, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. And he said the the so he kind of based it off all of these guys because he's now met. Dozens of them, and he said, but he said he was at a party, and one guy they said, "Oh, this is Davis. Um, thank you for hosting us." And, and you know, he actually burgled your house um, <laughs> years ago in 1995. And Hugh, <laughs> Hugh tells the story. He goes, "Oh, great. Um, well, um, help yourself. You know where everything is. If you have a drink, um, 
and <laughs> just like the most self-deprecating. Gosh, uh, man. what a yeah. It's that, crazy that over there. That paparazzi industry. world over there. Yeah. yeah. We Jeez. we it's bad here. I mean, we we're no dealing idea. with it right yeah. now with like yeah. the Kobe stuff with mm-hmm. TMZ going early on that and and that's its own horrible thing, but like we've got it pretty good. Oh yeah. Um compared yeah. to a lot of Europe with that, which is which is crazy. So anyway, yeah, so anyway, that's what that character is based on is this kind of those kind of like half private eye, half mm. uh so it's a one in that way great casting because who has more experience with them? Yeah. Absolutely. You don't think of Hugh Grant as being able to be that sleazy, but mm-hmm. you know, and he also got Guy Ritchie. Wrote, he, Hugh Grant was on his way to get married, and Guy Ritchie's assistant ran over him with a bicycle, <laughs> and he helped him up, kind of annoyed. And Guy was like, "Oh, I've got a script for you." That's how that. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's great. That's great. Um, yeah, but it is. It's good use of, of his. Uh, the yeah. like showing that like oh he can be sleazy but he's also really charming mm-hmm. like that's a really charming character yes. in spite of the the layers of sleaze that are mm-hmm. <laughs> that are draped all over his him. best yeah. movie probably besides well maybe Paddington is now but his best mm-hmm. movie before Paddington was was about a boy where he's a wonderful narrator that he's a good narrator he has mm-hmm. that skill mm-hmm. um, of of bringing life to what can be kind of a boring sure. device in a movie anyway uh, enough about that so this this had a I think. Um, I mean, this plot goes everywhere. This story goes everywhere. Um, but it's less, it's not confusing, really. Like, I, I found, mm-hmm. might have been just the age I watched it, but I, I remember finding Lockstock and, and Snatch kind of like, you got to watch those twice. This didn't really have yeah. that. It's maybe he's just become a more, um, a better writer at, at that and makes things uh-huh. more clear. But this seemed a little more simple than, than stuff before for the better. I agree. Um, and, you know, but it still has all the flourishes of the hyper violence and the quick mm-hmm. cutting and all that. So, so you, I want to talk about this real quick. So, the style of Guy Ritchie you talked about, and it, you you like that he has it. And I I concur. I think that's it's cool when not everything. I I I like going and knowing who the director is by the style. That's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and sure. And um, but. Does does any of it tire on you? Any any critiques of it? Does it like? Yeah, it does for me. It kind of wears my eyes out uh-huh. after a while. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, totally. It, it, it you there's a, at a certain point you're like, I just want I, at some point I want to watch this movie, dude. Like, can yeah. we? Can you let me settle in and, and watch a movie? Is mm-hmm. that cool? My favorite Guy Ritchie movie is not a Guy Ritchie, is Layer Cake. I think Layer Cake yeah. is Matthew Vaughn yeah. ripping off Guy Ritchie yeah. and then Guy Ritchie being like, oh crap, that was really good. Like, uh, you did yeah. that better than me because it's a little less uh, hyperkinetic yeah. and it just and you it and, lets you settle a little bit. You and I aren't as big on Kingsman as many people are, but that's yes. another great Guy Ritchie movie yes. that he didn't make, right? That right. Ab- he's, again, absolutely. Matthew Vaughn, who produced yeah. Lockstock, right? It's kind mm-hmm, of a, I think so, yeah. Kind of a um, Roger Avery, Quentin Tarantino situation sure. on that, sure, I'm sure. 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 Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's yeah. times in this movie too, uh, less so probably than, than Snatch or Lockstock, but definitely uh, moments where I kind of realize like, I don't really know, it, not the complexity of the story, but more my brain has just been hit with so mm-hmm. many words uh, so in such a weird accent so many times that I'm kind of, I start to tune out, you know, you like have to check in or remind yourself to, to pay full attention because you've just, it's just coming, kind of coming at you at a mile a minute and not always in the best. It's not like a Sorkin movie or a Sorkin script where you're just like, yes, please keep it. You know, I can barely keep up with this, but keep it coming. Um, with the guy, Richie, most of his movies, there's a point at which I'm like, I just, I need you to slow down a little bit, dude. Let me, let me catch up on all this. 
I totally agree. And he's got another one coming out uh, this year, I think, um, with called Cash Truck, Cash which Truck. I love the name well, of I'm it. in. That sounds yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's Statham. And yeah. do you know who else is in this? I just just hit this, and I'm blown away. I I'm I'm very uh, I'm int- I'm very int- I don't know if it'll be good, but I'm interested just based on the name because we haven't seen him. In yeah, Josh Hartnett. Yeah, been a while. Yeah, Penny um, Dreadful, and that's it for the last like 15 years. It's hanging out in Minnesota with uh, <laughs> yeah Pete Campbell. Um, yeah, what's his name? Vincent Carthizer. Yeah, Carthizer. Yeah. Like, yeah, they hang out. They go to Wolves games. Um, so yeah, <laughs> with this Joe is Mandy. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah i mean this is a look this is a movie we talk about this all the time people Mm -hmm. when it when you we just did we just recorded it's not out yet when you hear this we just did our 600th episode Mm -hmm. and people say man do you ever get tired of talking about movies the answer of course is yes (laughs) right but the real answer is Bad movies are easy and good movies are easy to mm-hmm. talk about. Yeah. This not not that's not true. Bad movies are easy and great movies yeah. are easy. Uh movies like this that are okay to good, I would put this as good, are the sure. hardest things to review. So what what critique what negatives did you find in this? Because this overall works, mm-hmm. but I, I didn't want to set myself on fire of enjoy, which why would you? But uh yeah. walking out of the theater. It has maybe one too many strings. Mm-hmm. attached to kind of pull through at the end with with the the main story and all that like um and I don't even know which one I would say that's the one you cut but somewhere in the process I feel like uh we probably it's not a runtime issue but it it becomes a bit muddy at a certain point and m- maybe even more than that you're just like okay but like let's get on with it like we we yeah. all know kind of where this is headed now mm-hmm. so we've established this can we can we move on and maybe there's a little bit too much on that. I thought Jeremy Strong was terrible. Um, that's not really necessarily a Guy Ritchie thing. That's I texted you during the movie, yeah, because I was in an empty theater. But uh, and because I don't want, I'm like the one person who is on a podcast anywhere who doesn't watch Succession, and that's the main reason I won't watch it is because I'm I'm just very you like it. I'm, I'm sure I'm, I will. Yeah, I, I actually just, think you. you know. I wouldn't tell you that if I didn't think you would. Yeah, no, I tr- I fully trust your opinion. I did yeah. not trust all the opinions of. For for the first season, it felt like the only yeah. people who watched Succession no, were totally Ringer podcast hosts, and I was like, I can't. I, I, and, and I'm with you, and that's so why I put it off till pretty yeah, recently. Sure. Sarah and I finally started ticking them off one a night, and uh, no, it's mm. it is great. It's a really great show. I think, and it's outside of that, I think it's a really Brian Gill friendly show. I think sure. you really dig it. But yeah. you're right about Jeremy Strong, and he's just. He's just has he's kind of it must maybe it's the name he kind of has the Renner thing where he's just like charisma <laughs> and that really works on Succession because that's kind of the point uh-huh. of Kendall but gotcha. um he's just kind of he has all the everything else but he's just kind of a dud um in yeah the room. he he and, almost this but in movie this, too, he's just a dud in it <laughs> you know? yeah oh, oh yeah sure yeah. sure sure and and everything that I it, it's it's just interesting that's why I text you because I'm like is he really great on succession because he keeps getting roles and everything I see him in, I'm like that's he's terrible this is awful he's not good in any of these things um so maybe I'm just watching the wrong things but this one in particular combined with serenity that the which came out about this time oh, yeah. last year but I just watched like a month ago both of those characters, it feels like, um, <laughs> it feels like he's doing like a a, a Sheldon Cooper thing almost. Yeah. Like it's it's like s- 
Like he's trying to be on the spectrum, but it doesn't really land that way. And it just, it feels, it just felt odd. So he was very off, but every time he was any, thankfully for this Mm -hmm. movie, he's, he's only in this movie for 10 minutes tops, I would guess screen time wise. And, um, and those are the, those are the 10 worst minutes. I think that was, it was really difficult, but you're, you, you mentioned McConaughey too. I thought McConaughey settled in, uh, as his character becomes more gangster and more unhinged Mm -hmm. and whatnot. And he starts to feel more at home in that, in this movie. But, but whether that's Richie or McConaughey or a combination of the two, the, the reserved nature of his character early on felt odd and Mm -hmm. a little, and, and a little bit off putting, um, compared to to some of the other characters and then the, my only other real criticism is is uh charlie hunnam again is not not a particularly great actor but he can be very good at doing certain things he was very good on sons mm-hmm. um when he yeah. in the first four or five seasons when he was i don't even say he wasn't asked to do because there was there's really rangy stuff in that performance yeah. but the show had other things going on and didn't depend on him doing, didn't depend on him delivering lines. I think that's his weak point, which is a strange thing to say about an actor. Like, well, you're not great at saying lines. I thought that the movie kind of got into lulls at points. And most of the time it was, um, Hunnam trying to play off of Hugh Grant and maybe being a little bit out of his depth on that. And it just kind of, it, it fell flat a bit in those moments. He's so good at the, the act at the action and the yeah. menacing and the he broods the same yeah he's great at br- that's great great way he broods well and he has that um, he's very good at delivering one liner type things mm-hmm. it's the the more monologue ish type stuff where you're like well this yeah. probably isn't your strength so uh, and a, and a bit here and there that the, this movie kind of fell into that, that every now and then. Well, cool. This, uh, you know, again, though, we say this sometimes, cool that this is out because Guy Ritchie's the kind of filmmaker that I think would easily, most of his kind of ilk would be talked into making this an HBO series or something. And it's cool. This got a wide theatrical release across the world and uh, it'll make money. It's not going to be a huge hit, but mm-hmm. the budget was low enough. Uh, I think it was like 33 million. It's already made. It's, it's right now it's at even. So, I mean, if this thing will make 50 million, they'll be fine. Um, yeah. So that's that's all good and uh and it's it's cool to see this kind of action movie that's not a 200 million dollar action movie yes. every once in a while. Which yes. is fun. 100%. That was maybe my biggest takeaway was just hey, this was fun and it was yeah. different and it was uh an action movie but not one that had to be made at at a, at 250 million dollars and and all that sort of stuff. And I love that. I love that we can it's it's good for movies in general to not be so dependent on we have five huge movies this year and if they don't do well we're all screwed you know mm-hmm. it's it's fun for the audience to be able to see something a little bit different indeed so shall we grade this out yeah let's do it all right i'm gonna give this a solid just straight up the middle b mm-hmm. go solid b what about you bright guy I'm going to go just slightly higher. I'm going to go B+. Plus. Nice. I, I really had a good time with this. This might be a... We'll see. You 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 said it really well at the top. The, the You know, if this ends up being a, a, one of the better movies of the year, we're, we're hosed. And if it's kind of somewhere closer to the top of the middle, you know, then yeah. we've had a very good year. This could be one that's that's kind of rewatchable that, I, that is fun to put on in the background 
the way would, that Sherlock for, is yeah. and the way that like for me personally that that Lockstock and and Snatch are not. Uh yeah. this this could be a little closer on that front on the rewatchability. But next time just buddy cop movie guy with Hugh and Colin Farrell and I'm, we're uh, we'll I mean, be there. I'll see it 3 I'll times. I'll start the GoFundMe now. Like that <laughs> sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, so uh well cool. Well, Brian, we've got all kinds of goodies right now. We just ended 2019. This is uh, we're getting in the 2020. This is pretty awesome for Jan- if if we're rating this by January movies. This is an A plus, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sure, absolutely. <laughs> do this every year, studios. This is on the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, if you want to put a January. Guy Ritchie movie out every January, yeah. the Movie Podcasting Union uh, will <laughs> will will tithe to you. That's good, good, good for you. Yeah. Or just we just started that at or put out no movies. Either way, yeah, yeah we did just see. Yeah, there. take a break. Take a break. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um. So we've got a bunch of good stuff coming out uh, over the next few weeks, both on this feed and the Viper feed. Uh, in the Viper feed, we've got some some. Well, in this feed, we've got a, a best of the year as we normally do, right? That's in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be out uh, probably tomorrow. Yeah, by the time you're listening to this, it'll probably be out tomorrow. Yeah. So we'll do our best of 2019, which is an annual tradition. And then in the Viper feed, which is our VIP, which you can get over at Patreon at Mad About Movies dot com slash vip for four dollars a month where we do at least four extra episodes a month um but on that feed you get our best 10 films of the decade nice uh so we do all 2010 through 2019 films which was really fun we've a little inside baseball we've already recorded those so if you want extra ma'am content as we go into uh the oscars coming up um we'll have we'll have that we've got your regular movie reviews here we have our oscars post game show which we mm-hmm begrudgingly do immediately after the Oscars every year and we're in really foul moods. And then Brian asks Kent what sound editing and sound mixing are and that takes 10 minutes and it's awful. So yeah. we'll be here for that at 1 This year we should record a... Uh, we I've, should record it before the, the mm, ceremony and just see how much we get right. Not even like from a prediction standpoint, oh, but just like... Yeah. Just try to get it in the yeah. in the bag and see if it if yeah. it can play. Try yeah. to do the... Man, that was crazy when John Lithgow <laughs> streaked. Um... And then, really uh, didn't see all these bits falling flat, huh? That's huh. strange. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought? Uh, so that we'll have that coming out. We've got all kinds of stuff, and then obviously in the VIP feed, you, in addition, to extra episodes. You get to vote on things. You get the Discord channel, which I think is the best perk. It's a big chat room app with uh, not only us in it, which meh, you know, Brian's great in there, Ken's great in there. I bring a joke every now and then, but also. Hundreds of, not hundreds, dozens or hundreds, somewhere in there, in that range of people just like you um, that like to talk about movies. And the number one thing we get always is, hey, I love Mad About Movies because I don't have any friends to talk about movies with. So I listen to you guys. Well, you can do that. You can also get in the Discord and chat it up all day and all night with people who are always up and talking movies and TV and comics and music and all kinds of cool stuff. So I love that Mm -hmm. feed. And I think that's worth $4 a month right there, and we're happy to provide it and kind of be the uh, the admins well, of it as well. So that's it. That's The Gentleman. That's Mad About Movies for the Week. A little shorter episode, but we got some bonus stuff coming. Don't be alarmed. We've got all kinds of goodies coming in this feed and the others over the next couple of weeks. And uh, Brian, anything you want to add? No. Alrighty then. You can find me at Richard Barden on Twitter and all the other social media. You can find Brian at bgill 12 on Twitter. And uh, until we can get that idiot Brian Gill to give up his feed he hasn't used no. in 10 years, and we will. I w- yeah. 
the, either the campaign has already started. Coercion or murder will get him, and uh, and all Just that. Just be stuff. seen is all I'm saying. Yeah, get some phone no. calls. Yeah, they have phone records now, and you know what? They have GPS records, so maybe like you know, lose your phone at the park for a few yeah, hours. yeah. You know, under a rock where you can find it again. Yeah, no, I know. Say louder. Alrighty, until next time. We will see. Uh, let's see, ma. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Tossed salads and scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. But I got you pegged. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. They're making me ya-ya, your salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again.